Wow. Man. This is what a rebellion looks like. You know, Dad, there's only one way out for these people. One way out. We're going to tell you what it is. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This is Father, Son, Galaxy. We're going to talk about Andor, Episode 10, One Way Out. I'm Kerwin. That's our Apple phone. Okay. And this, and this is, is Keith. <laughs> Hello. Let's get into it. All right. We pick up from where we left off from the last episode. Uh, unfortunately, we lost Olaf. Um, Ooh, Andor poor man had 40 shifts left. Yes. He only had a short amount of time left and uh, didn't make it. Andor and Kino are coming back to their cells. He had the photo something to say. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll keep going. Um so Andor and Kino are heading back to their cells. Everyone on the floor is asking, well, what happened? Where's 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 Olaf? And so Cassian had to explain it. Yeah. And, and Kino just sitting there. He is so fed up at this point. Mm. You can just see him breaking. Yes, right. And then he just finally says, Kino, no one is getting out. All right. Um, let's put our heads together. Let's figure out what we're gonna do next. Um, they Went to bed, you know, slept it, slept on it, and then came back the next day Andor had a plan, right? So the idea was, you know, we're going to go into this storyline, the Andor storyline, obviously. There's a new man coming to replace Olaf. Correct. All right. The plan is that they're going to disable the lift, right? We talked about the hydraulic lift from last week that it's not <laughs> wired, right? So that's, that's the place to start. Andor goes back to that panel that we saw him uh, using last week and he's cutting this pipe. And then we realize it's a pipe, you know, uh, connected to a water, water a main. Water main. Yes, right. So we said the same he thing. cuts the pipe and water, the water bursts breaks. out. Right, it, 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 it so, just breaks out. But that was the plan because you'll see what happens next. Cassian jams the elevators so that the Imperial and the new prisoner get stuck mm -hmm. and they use the elevator to climb up. Right, so right. So then the prisoner finally starts to break, grabs the zap rod, zaps my dude, the Imperial, and then everyone else just starts throwing things. Yes, tools. Everyone, yeah. everyone is throwing something. It's pure chaos, pure commotion. The prisoners are all gagging up and trying to take out the Imperials. A few prisoners don't make it out, including Zol. Mm -hmm. But they, for the most part, they managed to take control of the facility, get out of their place. And then Cassian sends a bunch of people all around so that they can spread the word, free the other cells, okay. the other shifts. Okay. Let's talk about the water, right? So the water is now leaking yeah. into the floor. By the way, the water, mm -hmm. it's meant to cut the electricity because yes. water and electricity don't mix. No, water don't. does not like electricity. <laughs> so... When the, when the guards tried to light up the floor, he tried hot floor, which failed. Right. Because the water shorted it out and caused a, a power outage across the facility. That's correct. Right. So now the floors are cold, right? Yep. And that's cold exactly what the floors. prisoners need to, to escape. All right. And like you said, they just started throwing tools at the Empire, uh, the guards, and then they climb and they take control of uh some of the the blasters they get you know uh blasters ready and um it's all out you know it's 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 it's, it's chaos um they're going around they're alerting the the men on the other floor and telling them attack 
you know, this is the way out, one way out, let's do it. Um, so you gonna say something? Yes. Yeah. And then they finally managed to get to the head of the building mm -hmm. and they break in, right? And finally, finally, these stuffy Imperials get told to be put on the same program that they put all these prisoners on. Cassia tells them to get on program. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I, I cheer. Yes, exactly. Get on program. And then they were able to get to the the, the microphone. And Keynote is an Emmy-worthy speech. Right, yes. Andy Serkis. This is why you hire an actor like Andy Serkis, right? Because what he did, you know, when Andor turned to Kino and said, say something to them, you know, tell them what to do. And you saw the look on Kino's face like he, he knew, okay, well, he knew what he had to do, but he didn't know if he had the, the courage to do it. But then and, he did. Yes. And he gave this impassioned speech that when I heard it the first time, the second time, the third time, I had tears in my eyes. It was just so emotional for me. You know, he's telling emotional the men. Emotional damage. That's right. He's telling the men, you know, all the floors, floors are cold. Stop the work. Take charge. Start climbing. The building is ours. Help each other. Keep them moving until we put this place behind us. One way out. And that's exactly what they did. Everybody had the same plan on no matter what floor you were on. You know, if you had a, a weapon with you, you go ahead and use it. And they all charged. And that and, one way out and one way out. jumping into the ocean. Yes. Uh, yes. That one way out. You know, the facility is right in the middle of this ocean. And the men are right there at the ledge. And some of them didn't even give it a second thought. They just, they just went ah, one way out. And you saw, you saw these prisoners jumping, um, you know, for their life. Kino steps back and Andrew looks at him and says, well, what's the matter? And Kino says, well, I can't swim. Like how heartbreaking it was. And we don't know. Well, I'm Kino can't he, swim. Right. I'm, but, I'm assuming he got onto a ship safely because you figure that since there's really no guards, the few guards there are, are all hiding. You'd think that there'd be ships left behind that Keto could probably get all out of there, meet up with Cassie and elsewhere. Right. Yeah. I, I hope the same. I mean, we don't know what happens to Keto. I kid you not. If this man does not make it into episode 11, I will be so <laughs> mad. Well, yeah. I don't know if we'll see him that soon if he makes it out. But uh, the, the point is that, okay, he, he got... He was on board with 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 Cassian and getting out and one way out, and then he realized the one way out is the way that he can't take. Um, that's not the way out for him. So then he steps back and he uh, says he can't do it. But um, we'll we'll pick up on this. Let's see who's in our yeah. chat. All right, all right. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's continue then. All right. So then. Okay. What? All right. So we'll continue. Um, so we're going to uh, Q and A. We're going back to Q and A. Okay. Uh, Devin Lindsay, hey, Fallen Galaxy. Hey, hope you're well. I haven't watched the new episode oh, yet, but I will tonight. Okay, all right. Well, you know, uh, so it, uh, it is a spoiler review, Devin. Well, I assume you know that by now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, we apologize if we, uh, you know, we ruined it for you. But uh, all right, so Alex, thank you. Yeah, it was awesome to see the Imperial being put on the same program absolutely 
fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was so excited that I was just like cheering, yeah. like, ah! Yes. Okay. Right. Yes. You're cheering. Right. I, so just go ahead. I, I, I love this scene. I, I, yeah. I was so happy. It, yeah. I, you know, just to finish up this uh, with Kino. Yes, you do have a good point. It's possible, you know, I, you know, 5,000 men, right? I can't believe all 5,000 men you knew how to swim. swim, all right? So I can't I'm sure this there was, man a, was the only one who could Exactly. Swim. So I'm sure there were others who were probably in the same boat, so to speak, um, <laughs> who could not swim. No right? pun intended. Right, exactly. They had to find an alternative. So I believe that they would have went back Ships. and got one of these Imperial Guards to tell them where... Because how are the Imperials are going to escape, right? They have some. Right. They had to have some. Some. How, means they, of how are they supposed to just be like sitting there on the facility? Right. Yeah. So I'm sure they have ships uh, on the facility, and they commandeer a ship, and then that's how Kino gets away. That's in my heart. That's how I feel it will happen for him. I don't. Come think, on, he's a fan favorite. Yes, I don't think his life will end there. We will see him again, and he will escape. It's like okay. This- He's like the Steve Harrington of Star Wars, I guess. Steve Harrington of Star Wars. Stranger Things, man. Gotcha. All right. He was Ooh, not wow. supposed to survive past season one, but then okay. he became a fan favorite, and right. now he's in season five. So, okay. yes. You might be giving away spoilers. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> well, okay. All right. So, so. Spoiler. Yeah. So, so that's the uh, that's the uh, Andor storyline. Um, so let's move on to storyline number two. Let's talk about mm-hmm. Mon Mothma. Um, so Mon Mothma, she is looking for ways to find money to Mon fund. Mon desperate at the, this point. Well, she, needs, mm-hmm. she needs to find a way to generate some revenue for the Rebellion. Yeah. And uh, currently her bank account for the Rebellion is at zero. So... Well, so she's got plenty of money. She just can't get to it, right? It's, Precisely. It's, yeah, it's just It's kind of locked up. Locked up, yeah. And says, all right, uh, cut to the chase. All right, all right, okay. So I understand that we, okay, <laughs> all right. Are we oh, are we good now? Audio. Yeah, all right. So just let us know if you can hear us, okay. So we'll we'll keep we'll keep going. All right. Um, yeah. So Mothma says, just cut to the chase. Uh, she's she's kind of sick of his games. She doesn't want to dance around the subject. She just wants to hear what he wants from her. Yeah. You know, this man. Is a conniving snake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he starts talking about, you know, most people don't recognize how how traditional Chandra is, and I'm just like, now hold on, what are you talking about? What are you going on about? And then he's like, you know, I have a 14 year old son. I'd like to arrange a meeting. Your daughter is 13 years old. Mom was like, no, 
Please go. Tay will show you the door. <laughs> That's exactly what she did. And as she was just appalled. Um, and then he, when, he, when he left, uh, Davo left, just saw the look on her face. And she just, you know, she was shaking, you know, like the, the captions. You know, if you're reading the subtitles, shuddering. shuddering, you know. Shuddering. And you know what? Here's my thought. I know this is probably something that she doesn't want to do. But I think she's going to end up doing it anyway. Why did you put your daughter over money for for well, her that could find cash elsewhere? Because, like you said, Mothma is she's Desperate. she's limited. Yes, she is limited to her options. There's not much she can do at this point. This man has a lot of money, regardless of how he makes his money, whether it's legal or, or illegal. I think she will entertain the idea of having her daughter meet his son. Yeah, see, arranged marriage should be illegal for that reason because right. it's not real. Right. Well, well, well look, he's, Davo's not even talking about them getting married. He just wants them to meet. Of course, ultimately, you know, that's the plan. He wants them to, he wants to marry into Mothma's money. You know, he yeah, meaning Davo and his Davo's family see, marry into the, the Mothma family. You see, this and is have why access to the to their fortune. This is why he's a conniving snake. Sure. See, sure. his plan is, oh, you know, if if my son-in-law is related to the Mothmas, you know. I get a cut of their money. He mm -hmm. didn't ask for a profit up front, but in the long run, he gets that profit. He gets more money. He gets access to the Mothma family coffin of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he does have a plan there. Uh, now, and I, I wonder how, let's say Mothma does decide to go with this idea, how she's going to talk her daughter into meeting this, this, this young man, right? And you know, to say we're having what, him over for tea and crumpets. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, exactly. So you know, is she gonna set it up a blind date, or you know, That's a how is she? Idea. How, yeah. Well, I don't know, but how is she going to break the news <coughs> to her daughter that you know this this person that you're meeting, this young boy, is very important. Um, you know, I can't tell you exactly why, but I just need you to go along with the plan, and I think that's really going to just cause a big strain on their relationship they already have a strength Lita already doesn't seem to like her mother exactly and, right and imagine 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 that like also imagine mom mothma just trying to level with Lita, be like listen your mother needs money to start a group that's probably not going to work out yeah. because i have a lot of crazy people with eyes on me yeah so i'm going to have you meet this weirdo who wants our family money so i can get some cash to start this business that probably won't work by the way it's going to involve a man who has no problem sacrificing like 50 people and a bunch of prisoners okay are we moving ahead no. Oh, okay. yes. Are we still talking I about think. my moth? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think. I think. We. I think we've covered it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me just say uh, one other thing. Um, I know it's not something that Mothma wants to do. You know, get involved with this Davo because he's just not someone you can, you, you can trust. But she's running out of options. Um, and again, I, I think she. You know, trying to remember. I don't remember the exact quote that. Um, uh, that uh Davo gave no 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 the uh um the uh two rebels or that were working with um um andor on Aldani um uh one of them said to the other that you know the rebellion Nimic. comes first 
is not is their relationship is important, right? The two ladies, they have a relationship. Oh, Val and Cinta. Cinta, right? Cinta said, "Well, the re the rebellion must come first. You know, the cause comes first. So and we I, pick up what's left. Right? Exactly. Something like that. Yeah. Right." Mothma's going to come to the same conclusion that it's about the rebellion. Like, there's nothing more important right now than the rebellion. So that means that Your she family. may have to, yeah, uh, sacrifice her daughter's relationship for the rebellion is what is my point is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh. yeah so we don't know. Oh and, my god. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I don't. I don't want to see this. I don't like where this is going. Yeah. Well. I don't even know anymore because she does this and this, this is just going to be terrible. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, okay. So the next storyline is with Luthen. Speaking of one way out, Luthen has a spy working in the ISB. How about that? Yeah. Remember let Lonnie man, the one with the, with the, with the red hair on the, And he needs to take care of his family, right? Lucid, on the other hand, uh, audience called again. Okay. But Luton, on the other hand, does not seem to be wanting that. See, Luton needs all the heroes he can get. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. We are working on the audio. We hope uh, we hope that you can still hear us, but we'll just keep going. Oh, audio's back. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. Luthen needs all the heroes he can get because the rebellion is so small. This is about five BBY before the Battle of Yavin. So this is when the rebellion was actually founded. Mm -hmm. So at this point, they have very few people working with them. Yeah. And Luthen needs everyone he can get. And he can't have Lonnie weaseling out because he's been there for six years. They've trained him too much to mm -hmm. let him go now. Yeah. He's in too deep, basically. Yeah, right. So he's trying to say, you know, I try, I want to get out of this. I need, I have a family. And what have you sacrificed? And Luther gives this amazing monologue, like another Emmy worthy dialogue. <laughs> and he says, I've given up all chance at inner peace. I've made my mind a sunless space and I'm condemned to use the tools of my enemy to defeat them. I burn my life to make a sunrise that I know I'll never see. I sacrifice everything. This man deserves an Emmy. Hands Stellan Skarsgård that Emmy today. I I absolutely agree with you. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about Perfect. Lonnie. Right, Lonnie. Like like we said, he does work for the ISB. Apparently, he is a new father. Or he just has a had a baby girl. And he's having second thoughts of being in this, uh, playing this dual role of, you know, working for, for Luthen and working for the Empire. I mean, it's very dangerous what he's doing. If he were to get caught, you know, that could spell danger for him and his family. Double so, agent, basically. Yeah. So he wants out, his out, right? So he's trying to figure out a, a way to get out. Um, so he's telling uh, Luthen, you know, I give you everything. I, I've, I've told you about, you know, what's going to happen. Um, with uh, Krieger's men, you know. Um, so, Anto Krieger, to give yes. you a little bit of context. Yes. Remember last episode, they picked up one of those pilots from Anto Krieger's group, apparently, 
and they didn't think he knew that he knew that the pilot was going missing. And Luke that was also trying to get Saw Guerrero to me and her career. But he is at this point willing to fully to just like let them go. Yeah. Just willing to sacrifice all 50 of those men right. for the cause. Again, right. Yeah. So there's a yeah. yeah, so the the ISB, go ahead. You want to no, finish? I was say, mm-hmm. This just shows how morally wrong and yet morally right the rebellion could be. Because when you think about it, we always thought of the rebellion as being this neat little definition of, you know, a group of heroes who, despite the odds, managed to band up and fight evil. But it's not always that way. It's it's more complex. It's more of a tapestry, if you will, as Alden Diaz would say, yes. than it is just some... Just some finite definition of what a rebellion is. We always thought of it as this one thing, but now we see all the processing and the sacrifices and the hardships that go into forming a rebellion. These people have sacrificed everything for a cause that is dear to them. This shows how hard it is to form a rebellion. This shows you what the rebellion is made of. Strength, determination, and more importantly, the drive to save people. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I deserve an Emmy too, in fact. <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> well, that was, Keith, that was well done. Well done. Can I, I could not have said it better. It. This series shows you that forming a rebellion is not easy, you know, even if it is for a good cause. And then some of the people who are on the rebellion, we don't always know what they're thinking. Well, right. We don't we don't really know their allegiance, like how much of the rebellion, how much is it about how much is it about the rebellion or about them personally? You know, with Luthen, he seems to be something else is going on in his life that has nothing to do to do with the rebellion. I think he has uh, some some demons or, or something that's really yeah, he bothering seems like him. He's got a lot of inner demons. Yes, it's something that is unsettling with him that really has nothing to do with the rebellion. He's using the rebellion as an excuse. Um, yes. Tell something's off with him. Right. I think we might see that clash in the finale. Right. And, and again, we know that he doesn't like the Empire. That's clear. But maybe the way he's going about trying to defeat the Empire may not be the best way to do it. But that's the reason why um, rebellion is so hard, because people have opinions, they have ideas, they're not always on the same page. They clash just like the Empire does, maybe even more so, because they're really unorganized. Whereas you look at the Empire, the Empire is is organized. Yeah, the problem is the rebellion is more of... Yeah. Anyone they can get on their side, whereas the Imperials are very selective. It's an application process more so than it is, you know, we'll take all the recruits we can get. Because the Rebellion, they don't go on LinkedIn and think, oh, let me look at your resume. Let's see here. Uh, Oh, great. I like, I like your resume. You're hired. No, they just say, you want to work for us? Good. Exactly. Right. That's right. So, uh, so that was that was pretty much the episode. Well, there was one scene where we were on Ferrix, and I'm sure we're going to see Ferrix in the next maybe in the next two episodes. But um, we know Marvel's not doing well. 
Yeah, um, apparently she's, she's yeah. been hiding her medicine. Yeah, now. she's not taking her medication, so that's not always a good sign. Um, I hope that Andor will get to come back and see at least mother. see her again. You know, because we don't because know. Because if Marvel doesn't make it, up yeah, show, yeah, I will be so mad. Yeah, yeah, we we just don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, all right. Um, this episode to me is the greatest episode of all things Star Wars ever. Okay, is this that... literally beats the episode of the Mandalorian when Ahsoka and Luke were in the same screen at the same time. So you enjoy this episode? Yes. More than okay. So you're talking for well, you, or are you talking for me? Fett. Okay, I'm talking for me. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, tell me how much you enjoy this episode. I really yeah. like okay. this episode because mm -hmm. we get to see so much of each and every part, mm -hmm. and finally, I get to be rid of the words "clear." Drilling. I, I finally on program. I finally yeah. never have to hear the words on program ever again. Right. Unless right. I rewatch the episodes. Well, you know what? We never get we won't get to know what they were making or what they were building for the Empire. We might. We might you never know. We might see a shot of Dendra being like the operation's gone wrong. We're out of Death Star parts or something. Oh yeah. Well, that's something that we're and maybe probably... Cyril will come in there. Because mm -hmm. you remember Cyril works for a mining company now. So if they were making mining explosives like I thought, hmm. then Cyril is much more useful to them. Because Dedra knows Cassian was captured and was brought to that facility. So could it be possible that this is how Cyril gets his in for the ISB? It is possible. Although uh, Andor is not using his real name, right? He's going by Keith. Yeah. But maybe they have a photo of him. I don't know. They know what the man looks hologram. like at this point. So... Okay. Okay. It's highly likely that Dedra knows where he, where he is. I see. Or at least you get a photo of him. Because don't think for a second that that facility didn't have cameras. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, in my opinion, this is the best episode of the season. This episode, to me, from start to finish, was just magnificent. This is a masterclass episode that should be studied by filmmakers, um, you know, it, for Precisely. many years like to the come. art of rebellion the, well not only that just the art of filmmaking like you know look at and study the direction the writing the acting the production design still scar's guard was so great when he the, delivered that speech and the yeah. circus was so great when he delivered his speech diego luna was just great all around yeah yeah the everyone the score i mean everything just fit perfectly in this episode and yes you're right Andy Serkis deserves an Emmy nomination. Stellan Skarsgård, the same thing, an Emmy nomination. I mean, they're not the and only Bob two. Bob Hoffman but, but, deserves but, the award of Best Clapback of the Year when she said, Tay will see you out. That's right. In this episode especially, those two actors, Stellan and Andy, um, gave Emmy-worthy performances, without a doubt. Precisely. Right? Without a doubt. So this was... I really enjoyed this episode. I've seen it three times already. Um, of course you I, I would not mind seeing it again a few more times, but I, I am just floored by it. Um, it. It just brings up the emotions that I get when I want to watch Star Wars. I want it you right. know, to feel that adrenaline going. I want to feel emotion. I want to feel happiness. I want to feel sadness. I want to cheer uh, for, 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 for the good guys and... Um, you know, boo the bad guys. And then one last thing I want to say that, yes, that performance that Skarsgård gave, gave at the end, uh, Luthen about you know, the sacrifice. Yes, absolutely. 
one of the last lines he said to Lonnie, you know, right before he said to Lonnie, no, you're not going anywhere, that he needs all the heroes he can get. Yes, yeah, The next scene, we see two of those future rebellion heroes running. Cassian and scene. Melchi. Exactly, right? We that, know in the end that, that was they intentional. For the rebellion. Absolutely. See, we saw that coming, right? That was intentional. You notice they're the only two prisoners who escaped as a team, though. Well, right, yeah. Everyone else went wherever they Def- went. Yeah, in different directions. But those two, those are the future heroes of the rebellion. So those are the heroes that Luthen will be looking for. You know what, though? I hope yeah. there's going to be some like huge climactic battle with between Andor, Luthen, Melshi, and Bix, and then Dedra and Cyril and whoever works with those people. Yeah. All right, so now what's going to happen in 10, episode 11 and 12? Um, I would expect that we'll know a little bit more about Melshi since we don't know too much. We're just getting now around to intro- being introduced to him. Um, they'll need a place to hide out, obviously. Yeah, I don't um, know where they're going to go, though. Right, we don't know that yet because now they're they're wanted men, you know, and the Empire is going to be looking for them everywhere, anywhere in the galaxy. Once the Empire finds out what happens at this facility... I don't know. It's going to be trouble, you know. It's going to be lit. It's going to, it, they're, they're not going to be happy about it. Dedra is going to piece it all together and say, okay, well, this just seems, you know, so coincidental. See, the, that ISB, the same person, the ISB is too good to yeah, let this slip right through the cracks. Exactly. You know, she's going to piece it together and know that this is all connected, you know, you know, the, 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 the raid. The, the robbery on Aldani and what happened on Ferrix and then here on Makina 5 is all the responsibility of one man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you imagine causing this much mayhem and still not being in prison for it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. Cassian, Cassian took down two men. Mm-hmm. And then after that, to cause this whole ruckus on Ferrix. Yes. And then he went to Aldani. Yes. And blew that up. Yes. And then he went to a beach for once to get away. And then he got captured and escaped jail. Mm-hmm. And he still hasn't been gone. Right. And then breaks out of jail. This is a man with nine lives. Yes, exactly. So he always finds a way out. Mm-hmm. All right. He always finds that one way out. That one way out. Okay. Do we have any more comments? Q&A? Nope. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, I, I see quite a few. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, so what we're going to do is uh, we want to prepare you. Uh, we're going to tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, uh, tomorrow, we scheduled, we're going to have scheduled an interview with Caramel Horn. She is the author of uh, Black Panther, Protectors of Wakanda, a history, a history of, the of Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje. Yeah, we did. Um, we recorded an interview with her a few days ago. We will air that interview tomorrow, um, Thursday, at the same time, seven thirty p.m. Um, so, you know, if you're a big fan of Black Panther or you want to learn more about Black Panther and the Dora Milaje, please tune in. It was a fantastic time uh, talking with. Um, Karama, it was it, it was so much fun, and she wrote a great, a great book. So, um, by the way, guys, yeah, it will not be a live interview, but we yes. will be on to answer and to answer any questions you guys have to ask. Okay, all right, thank you very much. 
All right. Well, then I think that covers episode number 10. Yes. And by the way, guys, we retweeted our poll from two weeks ago about your favorite character from Andor. So far, 37% have said Cassian, 26% have said Luthen, 20% have said Mon, 11% have said Cyril, and 6% have said Bix. So keep voting. We'll bring this up next stream as well as on the finale episode of Andor. Okay. All right. Thank you, Devin, for that. Congratulations on the interview. I'll watch for sure. Thank you so much. I can't wait for tomorrow. It's it's a fantastic episode. It's going to be lit. Yes, it's going to be lit. Okay. Keith, where can people find us? Well, you can find us wherever you get your podcast if you'd like to listen to us. We're on all platforms. Check out our socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Father's and Galaxy. Please visit our website, FatherSingGalaxy.com. Donate to our Patreon page so we can keep making awesome content like this. Can't do it without your help. Check out our speaker page. And finally, we'd like to announce our merch shop. For about one week only, we've we've already hit our one week mark. You guys can get 15% off all merch in the store. Link is fathersandgalaxy.myspreadshop.com. Link is also in the description. Yes, we will put it in the description. Link in the description below. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So once again, we will be back tomorrow with our interview with Cameron Horn. Uh, Cameron. That's what I. That's what I thought I said. Cameron Horn. Um, so uh, we'll talk about her book tomorrow. Okay. So thank you everyone for for tuning in. This was my favorite episode. I'm so glad that we were able to talk to you about. I it. am so happy. I love yeah. this episode. Yeah. I can't say that enough. All right. Okay. You never heard me go on this much about loving an episode. No, this this is this is very cool. All right. So two more episodes left. I can't wait. Okay. All right, everyone. So thank you. So until next time, take care. And, and we'll we will see, see you again. again. We were off that time. Shut again. No, I thought it was good. All right. Okay. All right. Take care. And, and we, we will, will see, see you again. again.